Welcome back to the Ghost Gold Podcast, Continental Catch-Up Part 2. For today, we'll be previewing the last four groups of this season's Champions League. So let's throw it over to Andrew. Alright guys, let's jump down to the next group. Uh, we have Group E, where we're seeing Bayern Munich, Benfica, Ajax, and AAK Athens in this one. Um, I think we're all... This group kind of sucks. Yeah, I think we're... Oh, yeah, I agree. I think we're all going to pick Benf- uh, Bayern Munich to get out. And then it's kind of a hat flip between Benfica and Ajax. Uh, myself and Javier are going to go with Benfica, and Alex is going to go with Ajax. Um, and honestly, uh, I could easily be persuaded to pick this Ajax team. I think this is a team that they did sell a couple pieces, namely Patrick Kluivert, uh going to – no, is it just, it's Justin Kluivert, isn't it? Just Justin, Justin Kluivert, father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His son, He's going yeah. to Roma, uh, but, I mean, I could go either way with those two teams. It, uh, Athens definitely going yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, I can, I can do it for you, seeing yes, as I picked Ajax. Tell me why, Alex. <laughs> uh, well, number one, I don't trust Benfica after that shit show of a Champions League campaign they had last year, uh, not getting through a group with Manchester United, Basel, and mm. CSK Moscow. Uh, they finished bottom of that group, and they were awful. And obviously, they didn't win the league either, so their main goal is to win the league. I don't think Champions League is going to be priority number one for them. Meanwhile, for Ajax, yes, it was a down year for them last year. They uh, they didn't get into any European competition after going out in like the qualifying rounds, and then they didn't win the league, losing to PSV. But the season before, they got to a Europa League final. They have some talented young players from that team who are still playing, the likes of Kasper Dolberg and Matthias De Ligt and Andre Onana and Goal. And I think, the, yeah, they lost uh, Justin Kluivert. That's a big miss for sure. But they kept Hakim Ziyech, the uh, the Moroccan winger, who's I think was there the, the the Dutch League Player of the Year last season. I think they have a nice team that um, I, I, I need to see how they approach the league, whether the same that I said of Benfica is true of Ajax, like whether they're going to be really focused on that and not really worried about the Champions League. But I, I like them uh, just overall with their talent to, to finish above Benfica I, for sure. Andrew Flipgod I, I, right I, now? I did it. I did it, guys. I did it. He did it. No, you I did, did it, not just you because it. I pulled up I pulled up the roster I and I I like everything of what Alex just said. There's an incredible amount of young talent on this team, but you know what but you know what this team has besides young talent? They have some experienced veterans that have played have you watched a minute no, of Ajax this year? I haven't watched a fucking minute. <laughs> and I'm going to lie. I'm, 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 but I'm looking at the roster, and I did remember that they brought in Dusan Tadic from, from Southampton, who a player who I think can fit inside of their, their stylistic approach, but additionally fits better in the Dutch league. And I think, I think form is an important factor going into any Champions League game. I think he's going to have an opportunity to explode more in the Dutch League than he was in the Premier League. And additionally, he's going to go in the games that he has to win. They're up against A, Key Athens, and Benfica. You tell- Let me say, after Tadic has been in the Premier League for like six or seven years, he's definitely... Tadic isn't no, the starter. But, no, he is. They he have, he is the have, starter. And he's, he's smurfing in the and, Dutch uh, League. Zayek. Like, the Dutch League must be so easy for him. Also, also you know? too, yeah. they <laughs> still have Klaas-Jan Huntelaar, and they also brought back Daly Blind for Manchester United. Daly Blind is a decent player who, in my opinion, was never a Manchester United-level player, but I think he is, like... He is too good for a team like Ajax in my mind, which is why, again, I think he'll do well at that system. He's Like I said, there are guys who have played in big games. Those 
Those guys have played in some important games in the Premier League and are bringing big game experience to a team of youngsters. I feel like that can rub off, and this could... I'm not talking about them winning the group. We're talking about them finishing second against Benfica. I think they can do that. Make the case for Benfica real quick, Javier. You have them. I mean, there there isn't too much to say about them. Uh, I just think that they have the... They, they usually, other than last year, they usually do decent in the group stage, and they still have... They didn't really lose any players. Um... During that whole ordeal uh, that happened this summer, um, that was Lisbon. Yeah, I know they managed to gain a couple players, and uh, they got players from Lisbon. I think. I think they hold on because Rui Patricio went to Wolves. Lisbon kept Bruno Fernandez. Gelson Martins went to Atletico. Um, Lisbon kept uh, Bash Dost. So I'm trying. To, I'm trying to remember like the really top players that Lisbon had that left. No, yeah, I mean they didn't they didn't really uh they didn't really like get anyone super good. Um I think Nicolas Castillo was the uh the player that I was reading about, uh this forward that they got from Mexico. Um he seems to be a player that's starting for them this year. Uh I, I just think that when I was looking at their squad, I just I, I saw a lot of players there that are recognizable that have been in the Champions League several times. Um and I, yeah, I just think that their experience is going to come through over this young Ajax side. But yeah, Ajax is is exciting and fun to watch, and and I think that they, um, you know, they'll they'll. But they're I think they're more of a Europa League side, and I think that they're going to finish third uh, just barely. I, real telling that we haven't mentioned Bayern at all. Yeah, I mean they're just going to run over this group. There's nothing really. I mean to that's the here. first that's the first group that we've done that with. Yeah, though. and I think that that's kind of like maybe Barca. Barca. I mean, what yeah. what do we need to say about Bayern? I mean, I don't. I don't think that this team is good enough to win the just Champions that this League. group isn't good for them. It's not good. I don't just think mention. that. It's, I think that yeah. I, it's not. No, it's not good to like for, for competition wise. Right? Have like decent players. They still have. They still have teams in the Bundesliga that they're going to have to go up against week in week out. That they're going to be fine. I know you're hearing this. I'm going to shit on. Yeah, the Bundesliga is that's really fine, bad. But this year. Javier, it, it, it needs Javier, to be shit said. on the Bundesliga all you want, but you're the team that's buying all their fucking players. Yeah, exactly. That's why they're shit now because we've taken all their best players. No, I mean you're buying from a shit league. Oh my god. Hey, wow. so are you. Okay, Nabi Kato would walk into your midfield. So are you. Nabi Kato would walk yeah. right into your midfield. So are you. the only one we brought in from the Bundesliga <laughs> right. last year. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, attacks. All right, let's, let's jump down the list. Javier thought he was safe in the Champions yeah, League discussion. Yeah. Oh, no, I knew I was going to get attacked at some point. I'm not, I'm, we're not in the too. Champions League. It's, it's too yeah. easy. All right, let's go to Group F. Another absolute joke of a group. Manchester City, Shakhtar Donetsk. Leon and Hoffenheim, and when I mean joke of a group, that's actually not bad. Ugh. Those are three four-star teams in FIFA right there. Um, <laughs> oh, God damn it, Angel. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is how we rank them. Well, also, I mean, it's, it's wild when you look at this group, and Shakhtar Donetsk has arguably the most Champions League experience of the four of them. Like, let's just, let's just say it out loud. Got out of the group with Manchester yeah, City last season. and got season. into the group final round of eight, too. Which uh, Manchester they, they got into the, the group they got into the round of eight last year. Yeah, Shakhtar Donetsk. Maybe I should pick them. Yeah, you know what? No, they they didn't. They went out to Roma. Was it the round first of sixteen? Round in the round of oh, sixteen. Round of sixteen. They got knocked out. They, yeah. yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. 
Yeah, yeah. They uh, and they've they've lost Fred, which obviously is like the only Shakhtar Donetsk player people yep. know about right now. Um, <laughs> so that officially leaves us with very little knowledge of how Shakhtar play. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't watched much of the uh, Ukrainian uh, yeah. league recently. I, I, oh, you don't so, do that? Uh, That's what I do on Tuesday nights. I just like throw on Shakhtar highlights. <laughs> Sit down. I binge watch yeah, all the man. Ukrainian I, league. I just highlights. throw it at, t- at double speed and I just crush that shit. No. Um, so I am going to go with Leon. I thought no, I, was the I one also Leon. have Leon. I re- oh, you swagger jack I really love pick. that front line, dude. I mean, obviously Nabil Fakir. Uh, you still have Memphis Depay, and don't don't hate my boy. Don't leave my boy oh, out. Bertrand Traore, Chelsea I'm, legend Bertrand Traore, uh, uh, and then the recent signing Musa Dembele from Celtic, who they obviously got in to replace Mariano Diaz from last season. So that was good that they figured that out right away. Javier, I know you were high on Leon last season with Mariano Diaz as their center forward. Are you as yeah? I mean, I I wanted to pick them this year. Um, I I just really like the way that Hoffenheim uh, looks this year and and last year, and I like that their coach. So I just think that do you not tactically do you not worry about uh, Nagelsmann being in like a pre agreement to go and manage Leipzig next season? Like, do you not worry that, like... You don't think he's, like, pl- going to do his best to, like, do out? well this year? Yeah. No, I don't worry about him. I worry about, like, the players. No. Like, just under... Like, I feel like he's still going to give it his all. No, I feel, I feel like, like these players are going to do everything like they can to, like, do well in the Champions League and go as far in the competition yeah, no, as possible. That's fair. It's just it's just an X factor for me that has kind of, like, planted seeds of doubt in my mind. And I also just... I rate Leon and the yeah, no, I mean, I really the like French Leon. League above Hoffenheim. Yeah, I really like Leon too. Um, I mean, I'm I'm very close to picking them in this group. Um, I just wanted to pick Hoffenheim to be something different. To be honest, it was more sure. Uh, but I, I just wanted to make you say <laughs> it. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have like huge faith in Hoffenheim, but they are very well coached, yeah. and um, you know, I think that they're establishing themselves as as a top four team in Germany, um, and and. Even once Nagelsmann leaves, they'll still be still be good, uh, and and I really like the way that they they approach games and the the way that tactically Nagelsmann sets them up to to play against teams. You know, he he switches a lot in games and he's very uh, creative. So I'm excited to see him. You know, go up against Manchester City and Lyon and Shakhtar, which are all you know pretty attacking teams. It should be a fun group, uh, yeah. fun group to watch. Yeah, I mean, he did really well last year against Liverpool in the Champions League. So d- don't forget about that. Yeah, yeah, they did. Oh <laughs> uh, well, there is well uh, okay. <laughs> they did pretty well. They, they, they did decently. Yeah, in the two games. Yeah, they kept it close. Yeah. Um, better than better than a I lot mean, of other teams did last year against you guys. Better than also Manchester true, City. Right. Also true. Uh, <laughs> hey, you got to give them credit for that, out, man. Shout out to the real reason Javier picked this Hoffenheim team to go into the Champions League uh, round of sixteen. Uh, Mark Oof. No, it's Reese Nelson who's on loan from Arsenal and wearing oh, yes, the number of nine. Course. That's also he's, why he'll be there. Only, he'll be bossing he's it the up. The only Arsenal player that's going to appear in the Champions League this year. So that's why. Hey. Yet another Englishman who's going to play soccer in Germany. Um, the player to God, what was the over under on number of Arsenal shots that would be uh, Hon- had in the in the Champions League Honestly, preview pod? Not planned, just <laughs> totally came out naturally. Uh, let's move on here. Um, re- group. This next group looks pretty uh, pretty cut and dry yeah, here. We, not not a lot of uh, disagreement. I think this is the only one we're totally down the even the middle on. Yeah, I think. Are so. you sure? Yeah. Uh, no, I have Man United coming out. We're talking out. about Group no, G. No, this is Real Madrid. This is Roma. Real Madrid Roma yeah. group. 
Oh, whoops, yeah, you just skipped that group, bad. right? <laughs> yeah, we, we all have Real Madrid and Roma us. getting out here. All right, for, uh, for those of you who are listening and not looking at the Google Doc, we've got Real Madrid, right. Roma, CSKA Moscow, and Victoria Plisson uh, playing in Group G, and all three of us took Real Madrid to win the group and Roma to finish second. Does anybody want to make a case for Roma to finish first? I will make it if no one does. Actually, I want to do it myself. Do it. Uh, be my guest. Alex, you, the look on your face right now, I, it's... Um, you yeah, I wish it. I could. This Real Madrid team has a lot of turnover. And, yes, there was a lot of turnover at AS Roma last year. But when I mean there was a coaching change, the, uh, Real Madrid. Don't Real Madrid, do this. What? You Andrew, stop. Now, just Andrew. stop. We'll this is a dark road it. you're going down. This, <laughs> Benzema has four goals this season. Bale has four goals. They're only three games into the season. They don't, they've, they've not missed Ronaldo one Second, okay, they've won all their games. They've done it in style. Who have they played? Screw that turnover, and Andrew. Who have they played? Real Madrid are much greater than one player. Who have they played? Who just was? A, who just was a goal bot who did nothing? Who have they? He played? just stood there. He just stood there and sucked up all the goals. Who have they played? He was like he was like a goal oh goal God. black hole. Now you're seeing the rest of the team be liberated. Ramos also has like three goals from penalties this year. Which is pretty pretty interesting that now he's the designated penalty taker on the team. I all right, this is the case that I'm gonna make. This Roma team Yes, they lost Allison. That was a big one. Um they lost England. They bring in Javier Pastore, they bring in Zonzi. Their midfield is kinda some shit this year in the league. They lost, lost Strutman. Okay, Strutman couldn't stay healthy, but that's what Javier Pastore is there for. He's basically there just to get hurt. Steven Nzonzi, I think, is an immediate starter for them. They still have Lorenzo Pellegrini. I know it was important for them to hang on to him. They've, They've signed a ton of players. Cliver yeah, started well for them. Yeah, they signed a ton of players. I think if they can get settled, that this team can compete with Real Madrid. I don't think – I think we've seen – who have we seen at Real Madrid step up and score the most important goals over the last, like, three seasons when they won all three of those, of those Champions Leagues? The, the important goals have come from one player, and he's no longer at Real Madrid. I know that Gareth Bale and Benzema are important and have scored important goals. Andrew, I'm, I'm going to fry you later on. And when 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 Real Madrid win every game, just I'm not I'm resoundingly still picking Real Madrid to win the group. I'm just making the case for Roma. Oh, oh, then, then why are we doing this okay. whole exercise? Why, why are we, are we doing, doing this? this? Because I don't think it's absolutely absurd that that did Real Madrid win their group last year? I think Roma are going to struggle to make top okay. four in the league this year, man. Like, I, I think it's like it's. Yeah. I think I think there's a possibility Roma doesn't finish second. I think the better case would be CSK finishing over Roma um, because they're that's such a hard away fixture, and um, Roma are going to be focusing on that top four race. And Moscow, I mean, they they pretty much are in. I don't know, huh? Man. I, I wouldn't go that far. You're, you're saying there's a chance they don't come out of this group. Yeah, I, I, I think that they could that. finish third. Roma so could finish third. I think that's more, way more of a possibility than them finishing over Real Madrid. I, I feel like they're pretty easily like slotted in at uh, second place here. But what I, what I will say is, year two of Eusebio Di Francesco, they've sold a lot of the players that made them a really strong defensive unit under Spalletti. And we talk, I personally talked about them last season, kind of having a nice balance between what Eusebio Di Francesco was trying to do, like attacking wise, and then the sort of care like 
held over players from the Spalletti era that sort of enabled them to still be good defensively. We're talking about Allison. We're talking about Nangolan in midfield. And right, they've Sherman, lost of those course. players. That's why those players have all left. So it's now more of a Eusebio Di Francesco team, and especially with Allison leaving, I don't know if they're going to be anywhere near as good defensively. Allison made some obscene saves also, for them in the Champions League last year. These first few games, um, I was reading comments about from Roma fans, and they were talking about how in Zanzi, I mean, it's probably going to take them some time to, to like adapt to that midfield because they're missing such a big hole with Nanagalan and Strootman out of that midfield that they're missing tons of physicality, attacking, tempo, movement. That midfield just looks dead yeah, right now. I mean, they, just, they Italy, have nothing. Midfields in Italy are vastly different than midfields in Europe. I know, but what I'm saying is that team just needs more time to adapt, which is why I think they have no chance of winning the group, and I think there's a possibility they struggle to, you know, I don't think that they're just going to 100% beat Victoria Pleasant away and CSK Moscow twice. Like, I don't think that that's what's going to happen in this group. I think that they're, they're, they're going to probably do well in their home games, but away from home, you know, this isn't an easy group. You've got to travel to Russia, and I don't even know where Victoria Pleasant is. Czech Republic? Czech Republic. Yeah, okay. Like, it's these aren't Republic. easy places to go away. So, I'm, uh, you know... <laughs> Czech, the Czech Republic is lovely, Javier. I'll have you know. <laughs> I would love to go there one day. Uh, yeah, the beer flows from the taps uh, yeah. like water. I, I, um, a lot of my friends are going to the Czech Republic because it's also like cheap as shit. One too. one word on Victoria Pilsen, real quick, and uh, to any Victoria Pilsen fans, if you have a Victoria I, uh, Pilsen fan that's listening to this podcast, and you don't leave a review, like. Just please, just leave us a number of your Leave a comment. Well, Let us know you're there. All I'll say, all I'll say about Victoria Pilsen is that wouldn't they be way more fun if they changed their name to like Victoria Pilsner? <laughs> like, you know, like just you know, they just went full in on the gag. Like they're so close. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I, Victoria I, Pilsen. Yeah, fans. You can, can you see me killing you through the screen right now, Alex? Like that's that's the dad. The dad in me just came out. I'm sorry. I <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Last group, uh, Juventus, Manchester United, Valencia, and Young Boys. Um, I made I made the case. And when everyone was taking hot shots at Liverpool on Twitter, when my team, the only team from this podcast that we cover of a Premier League podcast, it's in the Champions League. Everyone's taking shots. The Liverpool are going to knock get out of the league, out of their division or, or whatever. And that the only team that's going to get out is Manchester City, blah, blah, blah. Look, there's a good chance. The Manchester United do not get out of this group. We're all taking Juve, even though Cristiano Ronaldo is yet to score a goal for Juventus in a competition that actually matters. Or get an assist while Messi has uh, four goals and three assists. <coughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. I just, I, I was, I don't know what happened there. It's, it's slipped. Man, Slip of the tongue. Andrew. Slip of the tongue. Andrew, if four games means so much, then why don't we just go back to those four Champions League finals that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> won, like the last five I mean, that's, years? That's true. Because those four games, you can just take those. Four I hate games you, Alex. Sort of That's fine, but Christian, I'm, I'm not taking shots at Cristiano. Cristiano, like no, like, no, yeah. I mean, we, but like, like he hasn't. But let's 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 make our case for Valencia yeah, here, right? That's where like, I was going. I, like, I love this Valencia team. This this Valencia team is awesome. <laughs> this team is so good. I'm going to tear you guys to uh, shreds. Listen, I just want to let you know. United <laughs> lost to Sevilla last year, and this Valencia yeah, team yeah, is much did. better than that Sevilla team last year. And they play a very similar style, which United has trouble with. I just think United struggles with Spanish teams. I think that's why they're not going to go through with this group. I, I also think that just I, – first of all, I think Michi Batshuayi is going to want to play for the purpose in the two games against against uh, Manchester United. You, They still brought in – they got Guedes. Uh-huh. 
They yes, they Guedes is back and he's permanently owned now. They still have Jeffrey Condogbia. They also brought in Kevin Gamera, who's a decent little striker. Uh, Their front like six is ridiculous. Yeah. Rodrigo. Right, yep. Yep. Uh, how dare you all? How dare you all not mention Lord Mishibachuai's name? I did. Are you I deaf, did. Alex? Oh, you did. oh, I'm sorry. I, I completely missed it. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. We were saying they have an amazing uh, front I was line. I'm waiting. I was like, is he not going to say Mishibachuai? The disrespect on like, this man. I'm, I'm very excited for FIFA to come out to play with this this Valencia team. Like, I don't know how I'm going to line them up yet, but I'm very excited to uh, to to play with them. I think they are. Uh, Quite, quite the little team. I've already kind of put my proverbial flag on this hill and I'm ready to die on it. That this is not Jose Mourinho's year to be successful with Manchester United. And I think part of that is going to affect their Champions League play. I think, I, I mean, look, they have the pieces to go toe to toe with Juve in both games. They absolutely do. I, you, this is Juve. I mean, they put all the pieces together to attempt to, to continue to attempt to win the Champions League. Um, whether or not they'll be able to get to a third final in four years is a different conversation. But I think they'll win the group. It might not be easily, but uh, Man- Manchester United and uh, and Valencia, those games are going to be absolutely fun. And I think those two, like both, all three teams need to take take the six points against Young Boys, which I think is going to happen. I think Young Boys are just going to get absolutely obliterated in this competition. Yeah, they're going to be the whipping boys. Uh, the Luxembourg of the group, if you will. Yeah. Uh, actually, that's unfair to them. They got a they got a nil-nil result um, against France, didn't they? Yeah, they... Why are you just going to international all of a sudden? Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. No, but Alex... Because that's Alex, all, that only happens in on Europe. Us. That only happens in Europe where one team loses all six games like that. That Manchester United is getting out Listen, I, I want to believe Because I, I, I am rooting for like Mishi Bakshuayi to be successful at Valencia And I was a big fan of this Valencia team last year They had a really great start to the La Liga campaign But this season I'm just going to lay it out for you guys This season, they have not been good They are yet to win in La Liga play They drew 1-1 with Atletico They lost away at Espanyol They uh, drew 2-2 with Levante this past weekend And their next run of fixtures Are Real Betis A very good team who are in the Europa League Villarreal, Celta Vigo Real Sociedad and Barcelona So they've got a tough run of things In La Liga and I don't think they're going to be willing to just purely focus on the Champions League and sacrifice their league campaign. They could be very far off the top four with something like eight games played in La Liga and be in a tough spot. So I, I'm willing to bet on the experience of Manchester United and obviously Jose Mourinho. Like At the end of the day, if United look like they're out of the, sh- the title race, which I think most people would agree they probably are... Uh, He'll get them just playing well enough to get into top four, and then he'll focus on the Champions League. I think he'll do enough to get them out of the group. Also, just real quick, Valencia's first two games in this group are hosting Juventus in the first game and then going to Manchester United in the second game. So they could be zero points in with two games played and in a really rough spot. Those are all good reasons. I, I'm not. I'm not fully confident about Valencia. I'm just willing to bet on the superior talent and experience of United. Fair enough. All right. So. Before we uh, before we sign off, um, let's just go around the room real quick. Fit. Who's winning the Champions League? League? I'll start with Alex. What? No, don't start with me. You guys go first. I want to hear what you guys say. <laughs> All right, Barcelona. Barcelona are winning the Champions League this year. It's Lionel Messi's wow. year. He's uh, he's sick and tired of 
saw an interview yesterday where he's like, "It's been three years. We've been knocked out in the quarterfinals, and I am butthurt." Yeah. Also, we didn't. We didn't and really. He talk said. About he all. said. He said. He literally. He goes. We're winning it this year. We didn't talk about so that. I believe they it. added some really good pieces. I'm going to take his word for it. Yeah, Dembele looks like a monster at the start of the season this year. I mean, they just put eight goals past Huayca. And uh, they, still have, they also brought in Malcolm, the first full preseason yeah, for Coutinho they, with the club. Artur, they brought in Artur, who who, who looks like gonna, he looks like he's a really good player in the midfield. The Brazilian Xavi is the name. Yeah, I knew, Brazilian Xavi, no, 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 like, like twenty twenty one year yeah, old. He's he's one of those players he's, that a lot of Brazilians were upset did not make the World Cup team. Uh, they also bring in Arturo Vidal, who brings in a little bit of bite to that midfield. Right, a lot of great I, signings I don't hate for them. That I, think. Pick. I, I think a lot of it comes down to. I mean. I, I, we haven't talked about it on this podcast at all. Um, I've talked about it with friends personally. Luis Suarez is sl- very quickly falling off the map as one of the top ten strikers in the world. Or top five, he's, I don't think he's in the top five strikers in the world anymore. He had a really good game last game, obviously, versus not great opposition. But, but I wouldn't count him out just no, yet. I'm, yeah, he's he got some fight, fight left that in him. a monster. You, neither of you need to tell me how good Luis Suarez is. <laughs> I'm just telling... <laughs> Oh wait! Yeah, did oh he play yeah, for Liverpool once? fuck up! Like he's an incredible player. <laughs> um, a part of me does want to pick Liverpool to win the whole damn thing, go back there and 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 and. Oh, you asshole! Hey, you know my my team's in the competition. You picked them for the league. You were not allowed to pick them to um, win the double. I, kinda, I was about to say they're not winning the double. Right. Andrew, come on, I kind of like. I, I kind of like that. That you're not going better than you did last year. All right. All right well. Uh, I do like the Barca pick. I think Barca are the clear favorites. Um, I don't want to pick Juventus because I really don't want to see. That's Alex's pick. Just leave that <laughs> for him. That is right. You're right. That is Alex's pick. Yeah. Maybe, don't even just pick, pick like Bayern or something. I don't something. think Bayern has it this year. I mean, I know Goretzka's there. I just, uh, God, should I switch to PSG so you can do Barca? Yeah, do that. Do that. Uh, you no. already basically picked no, PSG. No, don't do that. <laughs> to get out of there to that's win the group. Pick. Stay on Barca. Yeah, that's that's a better a better I mean, I'm staying on my right, Barca if you're pick. Stay I on like Barca, it. If you're going to stay in your Barca, I'm going Liverpool. Like, we may get Manchester City may pull away and we may just go on another little run. Yeah. Here. So I'm going. Yeah, Man City's not a bad shout. Chelsea might pull away with the league in, you know, like February. And, you know. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Alex. I agree with that. I usually don't curse on the Goal School pod, but that requires, requires one of those. Um, at- Guys, the last uh, four of the last five years, Cristiano See, Ronaldo right. has won you the Champions right. League. You were right, Javier. Four of the last five years, Cristiano Ronaldo has usually started pretty slow in league play, especially now he's on a Juventus team that's lost Gonzalo Higuain from the last two seasons, lost a lot of players and integrating a lot of uh, new players like Sean. I think this team rounds rounds into form. I don't think they play great in the group stages, and I think they barely get first, uh, and people are kind of unconvinced by them. But from the time between the end of the group stage and the start of the round of uh, 16, the knockout rounds, I think Juve figure it out, and just Max Allegri wins his first Champions League. I I, I believe in him. He's kind of turned my my opinion on him. I used to not be a big fan after he took over for Antonio Conte, but he's really, really uh, come on strong. And I think that that, uh, Juventus Netflix documentary also just kind of like boosted oh. them in my eyes. Who was right about him? 
Javier, I will say that you were right about Max Allegri. Yes. You were a fan of him uh, <laughs> when he first took over there, and he got them to the Champions League final and lost. You thought he was uh, just continuing Conte's work, which he did. Yeah, but I thought I thought he I thought he was just sort of. Going I mean, that's off not a bad shot. I think those, those three He's teams, the squad, right? For sure. Barca, City, and Juve are, are the top three favorites, with Bayern a close fourth. Um, and you got to put PSG in that fifth fifth with Liverpool. I don't think you could put. I don't think you can put City in the in the favorites. No. I think City are in the same camp as PSG and right Liverpool. now. City can't even get past Liverpool. No, I disagree legs. with that. No I, offense think, to Liverpool. I think Manchester City are, are more likely to be favorites than PSG because I think they have way more depth and they have a better midfield. Um, right. I just I just haven't seen them beat anyone actually. Whoa, also, they also, they, also Tuchel, Tuchel's never won a they European title while year. you know Guardiola is three so. Also, Andrew, they lost to Monaco in like the round of sixteen, like the first knockout round in Pep's oh, first right. year no, in the Champions right. League with them. They have not they have not impressed in the Champions League. I need to see them beat someone like a Juventus, like a Barcelona. I need to see them against the top teams before I'm ready to say this team will win the Champions League. And I think Juventus are a far sure bet than uh, the likes of PSG or Man City. No, I, I agree with that. This is a team that they they, they have not been able to get I they did have I thought they did have a semifinal run in 2015-2016 on a Pellegrini, Pellegrini, yeah, a Pellegrini where they beat PSG in the quarterfinal and they beat Dinamo Kiev in the first round and this is not in the knockout round their group I yeah. rest my case their group was tough though <laughs> their group was Juventus Borussia Mönchengladbach and Sevilla but uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. They have never really beat an elite European power in the Champions League, and I think that's the biggest thing that they need to do. I know that there are Manchester City fans out there who think their only prerogative right now is retaining the Premier League, and I think completely disagree with that. I don't think you spend all this money to just focus on the Premier League, but we know my take on that. Sure. Um, that wraps up another episode for us. Um, until next time. I'm Andrew. He's Alex. He's Javier. Follow us on Twitter at Andrew Pissarro at ASMOS92 at Ghost Gold Pod. Review and rate us on iTunes. I think the next time we'll be back is for the next preview pod for the Premier League next week, Potentially. right? Potentially. Also, sure. uh, there may be some interviews coming to Ghost Gold. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. What up? Yeah, maybe a little little, little preview there of what's yeah, going on. Yeah, well, I don't really know who we're going to interview, but Teaser. I will say this. Teaser. If there is a American pundit that you like and you think would be a good get for us on the Ghost Gold Podcast, send us a tweet, shoot us a DM, you know how to get a hold of us. And, or if you listen to the Ghost Gold Pod and you are someone who can help us grow and you think you have an opinion you can bring to the show, shoot us a tweet, shoot us a DM. Maybe, maybe we can set something up. Could you get, could you get Tommy or uh, Rodney on here? No. <laughs> I'm not commenting on who I may or may not have reached out to yet to potentially come on this Ooh, podcast. Okay, okay. So maybe maybe Eric Ronaldo. Such yeah. a tease. Yeah, yeah you got to keep people, people right, coming back right. for more. So until next time. <laughs> <laughs>